Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the A to Z Guide to Stress-Free Leadership, She's Smart, Strong, Sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Everyday Mindfulness Show. On today's show, we have a fantastic expert in the area of mindfulness and technology. I am so excited to bring to you my new friend, Amy Vetter. Amy, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here too. Well, it's exciting when new friends get to connect via technology. We've not actually met um, in, in real life yet, and yet we connect in this really cool, growing topic of mindfulness. And we start every show by asking our guest, what is your definition of mindfulness? I think it's, mindfulness is going to be different for each person. And it's really what comes natural to you. But it's really taking those moments of pause through your day, rather than reacting too quickly to interactions, whether that be with coworkers or as a leader or stressful situations you have at home, where you can take those moments to actually put yourself in somebody else's shoes and be more compassionate with those people as well and try to meet them at a place at a starting place where you can actually get to that point of agreement and then move from there. And too many times I think in our world of just being overworked, crazed, that we don't take those moments to pause. We react very quickly and life just comes at us rather than us pausing and trying to control the flow of energy that's happening throughout our day. So how is it that you came to put two topics that don't always go together, together, mindfulness and technology? How, how did your path get you to this work? Sure. So I am a CPA. I'm also a technologist. I've worked for many corporate uh, companies, startup companies in the technology world and helping businesses transform with technology. Uh, I'm also a yogi, so I own a yoga studio, and I've been a yoga instructor for at least 10 years now, and have really found that having these outside interests, and it doesn't have to be yoga, it's just one of those things that works for me, but a lot of times people feel like, oh, I must have to do yoga in order to incorporate this into my life, but that's not necessarily true. It's just the trigger that helped me in my life. However, as an entrepreneur, whether you're a corporate executive or whether you don't work and you're dealing with these stressful situations, it's really important to get in tune with yourself so that you can 
be more aware of the world around you. And for me, I, uh, you know, being in business, the majority of my career and helping so many business owners do this transformation myself, I got swept up in the hustle and bustle and striving for the next thing that you want to do and the next goal you want to achieve until we all get to some sort of breaking point. And we actually have to pause and get back to who we are authentically. And I went through my own transformation process. And I find a lot of times when I'm talking to people about you know, all the new technology that's out there, whether it's artificial intelligence, machine learning, blockchain, robotics, all these things that are disrupting everybody's lives. We focus a lot on the technology piece and the implementation, but not on the human side of it. And what actually creates the stress, the tension, the fear, the discomfort around doing this in our businesses and our lives. And I feel a lot of times, you know, technology can get a bad rap of, you know, that's creating where we're not more connected with each other, but actually we can be if it's done in the right way. And we are more mindful about how we put technology in place so that people understand where to use what piece of technology to make their day more efficient, but actually retooling themselves so that they're better connecting with their coworkers, um, their customers, their, the people in their personal life, all of those things that technology actually gives us that gift of time to be able to do if we pay attention to it. Oh, I love that word, technology as a gift. <laughs> uh, you know, because I, I say, you know, your presence is a present, but we yeah. don't think about that through the tools of technology. And that's how do we, how do we both... Um, speak into technology again be it it could be this podcast platform it could be facebook linkedin twitter or any number of online platforms and then how do we listen from that as well that i think that might be part of how our listeners can utilize your programs to think about being mindful with their technology it's not always just a spewing out into the world um, and that's, you know, how to connect. Yeah. Yeah. How do you yeah. connect? Well, and it, it's what you said at the beginning of this podcast, right? Like we didn't know each other. We were just introduced to each other. And now through technology, we have this amazing experience of being able to connect where just think about 20 years ago, you know, if someone wasn't in your direct geography, you weren't connecting with them. You didn't get to know them. And when you turn the video on and you make that eye contact with somebody, you can be working with people anywhere in the world and be creating friendships and experiences and connections that wouldn't have been possible prior to this. So it's important to to use it in the right ways so that we can have those connections that we often forget are available to us or that we're experiencing because we're moving through it too fast rather than using our mindfulness techniques to be like, wow, this is cool. (laughs) This is a really cool experience to be having. So um, you talked about, you know, being involved in in a yoga studio. And I, and I often joke with, with my audiences, um, I'm not going to make you do downward dog on a yoga mat, but I'm curious, what is one of your, your exercises, your moves, your, your yogini practices 
through technology. So you're, you're doing your email, you're doing all your stuff. What's one practice that, that might be our downward dog that, that, through technology, not, not on the yoga mat, but on our computer keyboard? Uh, well, I think what's important is that you control your calendar. Uh, and just like there used to be an out of office thing you put on your door, <laughs> you have to control that in your own life as well. And not, so for example, if you block time because you need to go on a walk <laughs> and somebody sees that time block, but they're like, oh, I really need a meeting with you or this customer really needs a meeting with you and you take it. You didn't put your out of office door sign on properly. We actually can control just because these things are now available, like our calendars and um, having access to us doesn't mean we have to be accessible 24 hours a day. But that means that we have to better control our lives and not feel bad or selfish to take time for ourselves. And actually when we block that time, on our calendars that we mean it. It's just as important as a customer, as an employee. It's when we steal from ourselves, we actually steal from the people around us because we just don't show up as well. So using that technology to actually, you know, whether you're in Slack, whether you're, um, you know, on your calendar, whatever, that you are out of the office, <laughs> you know, or not available to get your own work done. Um, is really important to use that technology to block where you need to block as well. You do not need to be accessible 24 hours a day. And I think that's what creates a lot of stress for people. Wow. <laughs> really? Like, and that's what's so cool about mindfulness, I think, is we get to define the word for ourselves. We get to help educate people on how that's going to work for us. And that that's mirrored in, in our our technology and when we set the example for ourselves we give other people permission to do, to do it as well yeah. and which creates better leadership better engagement with our, our 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 teams that we're not we're not running our lives in a different way then we're actually demonstrating it and it's giving people the freedom to live their life the way they should. And I, I created this term in my book, Business Balance and Bliss, about um, work-life harmony rather than work-life balance. And this really goes along with that is it's really the ebb and flow of your day rather than this forced, you know, thing in your life. Like, you know, if, if, if you don't like yoga, you're like, well, I must have to go to yoga to get balanced and that really doesn't create that for you it might mean a 30 minute walk or uh, taking pictures or doing a playlist on spotify whatever that is that actually gives you that release and when you're doing when you're creating that ebb and flow in your day which means that you might be working at night sometimes you might be working during the day whatever works within your life you're actually giving that freedom to the people around you and as a leader, if you're leading a team like this, what's important is it's more important on, you know, project tasks and deadlines, but not FaceTime. And I say that in quotes, <laughs> um, FaceTime being, uh, you know, that someone needs to be in the office between these hours in order 
to achieve a good result in their role. Instead, it's what they're accomplishing in what time and, and giving people the freedom to live their life the way they need to so that they come to work happier and they feel happier, you know, with their coworkers and at home. So in your book, Business Balance and Bliss, you're, you're teaching us, us different strategies. Tell us a little bit about how we can do this in, in our work life. Tell us about the three Bs. Yeah, so uh, I am a CPA, like I said. So it is called the B3 method, but it's business plus balance equals bliss. And it really is something where it hopefully will trigger you throughout your day um, business being, you know, there's situations we encounter every day as simple as scheduling meetings and being overscheduled on our calendar and so forth, or the stress we feel in an interaction with somebody else. Balance are those things that help to release our brain or to give us a moment of pause and tap into so that we can better deal with our business situations, which equals bliss. And in yoga, that Sanskrit term is Satchananda, which is the nature of our soul. It's that we're self-aware and we can maintain this happiness. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you might find something that balances you like meditation or taking pictures or quilting, whatever it might be. And that might work for you this year. But what bliss does for us is actually create this awareness of when we get off in our lives, right? Like we're better able, instead of blaming the world around us of like, we're off, like something is off. I, I don't feel good right now. What do I need to adjust? So let's say we're in a stressful situation with another person. And I've noticed uh, through yoga that when I finally learned how to breathe in yoga. I remember the first time a yoga instructor said, you know, about this breathing. And I was like, eh, I'll never do that. <laughs> and so I just kept, you know, going until one day it actually worked. And I started feeling the difference of what that breath felt like in my body and how much better I, my central nervous system felt from just slowing my breath down. And when you can take some of those learnings outside of work and bring it inside work, where you might have a stressful situation, rather than reacting right away, taking that moment to breathe, resetting yourself before you instantly react, then you start getting this whole triad of, you know, how do I start getting this triangular effect of business plus balance equals bliss into my life, whether I'm at work, whether I'm at home, and making sure that I am getting in tune with myself so I can better react to the surroundings that I'm in. So Amy, do you have a daily mindfulness, daily spiritual practice? Is there something that you kind of do every day or you attempt to do every day? What does your, your practice look like? Uh, well, number one, uh, one of the things that I went through myself <clears throat> is that I really needed to determine for myself my energy, uh, you know, so, and it, you know, it shifts over time. When I was younger, I had a lot more energy in the evening so I could go work out. Uh, and I am someone that likes to work out. I do get a release from working out. Some people don't, you know, and so that doesn't mean that it works for them, but I know for me that helps me reset. So I need to do something every day that's active or 
some sort of movement to help me throughout my day. I call it, it's my natural medicine. <laughs> and, but what I noticed was my energy shifted as I got older that I didn't have the energy at the end of the day and in order, my energy was at the highest in the morning. So what I know for myself is in order to set myself up right for my day, I need to make sure I work out in the morning. I also need to make sure that when I have to get my own work done, I block that time in the morning because that's when I'm at my highest energy level and I can get my own stuff done. Throughout the day, my energy level starts decreasing, so I need the interaction with other people. And so I'll schedule meetings throughout the day as well. So that will keep my energy up in the afternoon when my energy is lower. So it's, it's that awareness, right, that mindfulness creates of like when we get off, where we need to shift our energy so that we show up the right way for people around us. Because when we don't get our own work done, we actually get anxious and stressed and we don't deal with our interactions with other people as well. Because we're stressed out because we're not getting our work done. And then we're not really paying attention to the people we're with and being fully present. So, you know, by incorporating some sort of routine in your life that works for you at that moment to keep you more present is really important, I think, in incorporating it into your daily life. Well, what a wonderful gift you, you've given our listeners. I, you know, as, as I've been able to interview so many different people, I think there's a misnomer from people who aren't necessarily into this mindfulness, spiritual yoga path that, oh my gosh, those people, they do it every day and they do it all perfect and they do it all that. And yeah. you're showing us the grace of you have a, a general frame of a practice, but you allow it to change and flow through the day and then through the years of your life as your, your business balance and bliss needs to change to meet where you are in that particular moment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if people want to get your book, they want to get more of you. How do they go about getting more Amy? <laughs> So uh, you can find my book, it's Business Balance, uh, Business Balance Bliss, How the B3 Method Can Transform Your Career and Life. It's on Amazon. My website is, is amybetter.com. And as well as I have uh, created what's called the B3 Method Institute, which is just recently launched. And this is for people that want to continue that journey, you know, that you hear this and you're like, how do I actually do this? every week of, and keep it going instead of just thinking about it going, oh, that makes sense. So these are short five to 10 minute lessons that for subscribers of the B3 Method Institute, they'll get these lessons every week. Uh, it won't take up a ton of your time, but it will give you something to think about for the week to actually apply into your life. Just try it, see how it feels. And then the next week you'll get a new lesson that will keep you on that journey. And there's a private Facebook group as well where we'll be interacting and live webcasts each month too, where we can collaborate and talk about any struggles, wins, opportunities there to just keep the path going. So hope to see some of you there. <laughs> and, and Amy, just because you do have a unique last name and we have some, some listeners that might be running or driving or that kind of thing, um, go ahead and tell them your website and spell it for them so they know how to get to it. And we'll certainly put this link in the show links. Sure. It's Amy, A-M-Y, Vetter, V-E-T-T-E-R. It is not Eddie Vetter. That's two Ds. So mine is two Ts. Unfortunately, I'm not related. So. 
Right, well, that, that's why I had you spell it. It's always good. Yeah. To know, we know how to get to you. Well, Amy, is there any other last minute thoughts that you'd like to add for, for, for our audience before we let you depart back to your busy day? Well, just not put pressure on yourself about these things. You know, a lot of times we hear these things every single day and then we start sometimes feeling worse about ourselves if we're not doing it exactly. And there's no right way. We have to find our own journey in our own way and just take it as it comes and not rush it. Well, Amy, thank you so much for agreeing to, to be on the show. Audience members, remember that you can seek your own business balance and bliss. Get Amy's book and we look forward to having you, Amy, come back on another show. Thank you so much. Remember, Mindful Matters and so do you. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Thank you.